That wizard came from the moon. PlayStation 4 won't impose any new restrictions on the use of the Guys, it's the clickbait podcast where we sometimes discuss the articles comments and happenings on playstation lifestyle today as always we have brandon jeremy and myself jeff rap boy douche gordon what's um what happened to suicide squad what what why did it turn out that way i blame the studio that was the most that wasn't a bad movie but it was probably the most frustrating movie i've seen because yeah. the whole time i was sitting there thinking this could be so much better yeah. So with a, a few I haven't tweaks, actually this could be so much better. Talk to you guys since you've seen it. Yeah. And I actually like when I saw it uh, a couple days before you guys, and I, I think I like I went in Facebook and I was like, "It's the greatest movie ever, guys." Mm. Um, Got some pushback for that. You guys didn't enjoy it that much. I it I ended didn't, and it was a big meh. It, it 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 was so it was so disjointed. I mean, the, I had gone into it reading the rumors that the director had one cut and the studio had another cut, and they pushed them together, and it kind of messed everything up. So I, I that was very aware. That was very apparent to me. I didn't hate it. It wasn't bad, but it was the whole time. I, I again, I just sat there thinking, boy, they could have. This could have been so much better than it was, in my humble opinion. Of course, mm-hmm. I thought Leto was great as the Joker. There's but he didn't of, belong with that cut. Uh, no, he had no, no place in I that mean, movie at all. I mean, yeah, the the Joker is one of the most iconic mainstream villains of all time of any medium, and he just kind of shows up in the film. Yeah, no, there's no build up. There's no presentation. But I I, that, I actually liked the way they did it because he was. An interesting subplot, which ended up being more yes. interesting than the main plot. Yep. The Joker shouldn't um, be a subplot, though, to me. If you're going to have the Joker in there, don't make him just a secondary character in the background. But I think what they had to do was, this was their Avengers. So you have a movie where you introduce everybody. Hmm. And then, but they they can't, and they and they're like, well, we need a whole movie where all you're doing is introducing characters because there's like 14 of them. And then... And then they're like, "Oh, we don't have room for a villain, so we'll make one of the original, like one of the Suicide Squad people, be the villain." Mm. Spoilers, sorry. Um, <laughs> well, not whatever, not really. She's not um, very, he or she's not very good, anyways. Yeah. It's whatever it is. Yeah, I, I don't even know what that is. Um, but now you've now they've potentially, if they get another one, they've mm. set up like a, a they, like they've already set up the Joker and Harley's relationship. So the next one will just be like a like a full out joker movie yeah I, right? I i agree with that I, I don't think you need to make the joker the focus i think he works as a subplot as an introduction I, I just i took personal issue with the way he was introduced it was very he just kind of was there like another character i mean the, i hate to do the comparison because everyone's doing the comparison but if you look at this introduction in the dark knight it's fantastic it's one of the best introductions to a character of all time mm. there's so much strength to that introduction and this one i think he's I won't give it away, but he's it, it, he shows up very very mediocre like very milk toast. Is that how you pronounce that milk toast? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, the uh, the there. I mean, it, it has problems. Uh, um, obviously, there. Then they skipped a ton of stuff. Like there's a in the beginning when you, when they're doing the character introductions, uh, which I actually really liked. It felt like a guy, I did too. like yeah. a Guy Ritchie movie or something. Yep. Um, it was uh, <laughs> like they show Harley. Uh, Harley Quinzel or whatever meeting yeah. Harleen Quinzel Har- Quinzel yes. this? oh Harleen Harleen yeah. oh, there was, don't they just keep it Harley in the movie they might keep it Harley in the movie I'm thinking of it from comic books so okay. they, they might have changed it so Harleen Quinzel meets the Joker for the first time and they're like and she's like hi I'm gonna be your doctor and like they're trying to show this change of their relationship and mm-hmm. it's literally like hi I'm your doctor the next line is give me a gun <laughs> and she's like okay <laughs> It's like, so wait, quick. wait, what? Uh, so th- Which, there was, but I definitely got like this really cool Bonnie, like Bonnie and Clyde style or uh, uh, one of our, one of our buddies said it was almost like a, uh, like natural born killers yep. style vibe from them, mm-hmm. which could be, if they get to do a spinoff where it was just them in like an R rated mm. natural born killer style movie, that would be fantastic. Would I would have much rather watched that movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, there's a lot of potential there. It seems like the, the, those characters and those, and that relationship, good or bad, is what left them the biggest mark on people who saw the film. So I think that there's a lot of money in something in exploring that further. If, I actually did like Deadshot too. I, no. I said Deadshot. It's just Will Smith playing Will Smith. Oh yeah, and he just happens that's to probably have why Deadshot's I like costume. Yeah, Smith has such a strong personality and screen presence that it's hard not to see him. He's 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 reached that Tom Cruise level where it doesn't matter what Tom Cruise's character, his name is. You're just watching Tom Cruise. So same thing with Will Smith. I mean, I really like Deadshot. 
Um, that was a different take on him. I'm, I'm not one to complain about changing characters. They're going to change him for different mediums. I don't mind but the it changes was, too. It was, a, it, it was a little bit too much Will Smith. Yeah, it just it it was. I've seen Will Smith before where uh, I've watched him. I'm not like, oh shit, it's just Will Smith being Will Smith. Like he's yeah. done a good job at other characters, but that one just felt like he was just reading his lines as if he would go through life and just. Just the way Will Smith talks. Yeah, I mean, he can, he can definitely. He's a really good actor. Like he yeah, has he's a, great. He's done. I like Will Smith. He's done many roles, but that one was. Maybe we're blaming Will Smith. We blame the writers. Maybe they just didn't flesh out enough of a unique personality for Deadshot. Yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot to that character. He's based strongly on his look, and his abilities, and his relationship with the rest of the characters on his team, whether that's Suicide Squad or Secret Six. Gail Simone, Secret Six, way better than Suicide Squad. Just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's just the writer's fault that they didn't tap into enough of that aspect of the character. Yeah. How did you guys feel about any of the supporting characters? My favorite was Slipknot. Yes. There you go. Couldn't even <laughs> couldn't even say without laughing. <laughs> why didn't they the, give oh. him? See, what give him a proper introduction like everybody else? Apparently they they did, and they just cut that shit. They out? cut it. Come on, because his intro is come on. Guys. He he drives an event. Here's Slipknot. He's the best climber in the world. He's the best. You're <laughs> You're like, Wait a minute. <laughs> yes. When am I going to need that? Yes. <laughs> no one says. Oh, let's put him on our secret awesome team. Sure. No. I mean, if you look at a film like that with a lot of obscure characters, there's going to be some cannon fodder. And maybe Slipknot dies. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I don't remember. But obviously, going into that, you think some of these guys are going to get taken out. Um, There's ways to do it so that it's a surprise. And there's ways to do it where you think, well, that okay, that guy's that's the red shirt. (laughs) If you want to use a nerd term, there's there's the red shirt right there. And it could be anybody could have been the Joker. I don't know. No spoilers. sir. The the best part, though, it's nice that there's like a lot of little minute moments you can pick at because uh, they have nothing to do with the plot at all. So there's Mm -hmm. no spoilers here. But um, uh, Croc, there's a part near the end. I was the only one in the theater who laughed out loud when this happened. And maybe I shouldn't have. But like he near the end they have a plan where croc decides to, he, to like jump in and be like i'm gonna be the guy who oh, this do this the worst part. joke oh no and it's not even a joke like he he's like i'm i'm gonna go do it and i'm gonna do it and he gets down on all fours and does this weird like shimmy crawl into oh, the water okay. where it looks like he's trying to be an alligator <laughs> and it's the dumbest thing i've ever seen okay. the dumbest thing i've ever seen right. in a movie ever it looked like and for some reason his um his like mask or whatever he was wearing it got worse as the movie went on like when it starts the movie it's I like never noticed it's like that's cool know. cg it's... by the end it's literally just a rubber mask and sure. you're like what is going on here and he's like i'm gonna do it and he he does this weird thing where he gets on all fours and he he shakes his butt around and gives him the like just wade into the water like an awesome dude like that could have been such a cool scene that would be cool Absolutely. it's a really cool actor too yeah it's a dude from yeah. lost yeah, yeah, um, the, the the giant dude, um, Mr. Echo. Mr. Echo, Mr. Echo, Mr. Echo. Yeah. Mr. Echo oh, was Zeta. it? Yeah, shit, yeah. That's I love that guy. Yeah, he's he great. Like the only thing that really irritated me walking out of that movie was the fucking soundtrack. There's a lot of music. There's a and lot of it score. annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah. There was no quiet moments. I, there was no let it breathe. A music video. Just crank up which, the rock tunes. Which was the issue I had with the 2014 Godzilla. Mm. Was that there was so much score that you didn't? There's never time for the vi- for the visuals for the storytelling to have any emotional impact because it's just going bump bump bump. Yeah, you're just bum, blasted bum, in the face by music. No, there is I, like a there's a strategy about that too in, mm. in filmmaking where, um, especially like the like pop, uh, filmmaking where they do it a lot in trailers where you, the movie could be absolute absolute crap, but when you as a viewer, if you watch something that has a lot of nostalgic resonance with you, you will automatically attach your nostalgia to the property. And so you all of a sudden yeah. like the property. So when you're watching a movie that might otherwise be pretty weak and they just fill it with every scene is like a classic rock song or a classic rap song. Mm. Every All of a sudden you're like, yeah, this is so cool. And I don't know why. But mm. and you're not even actually taking in the visuals anymore. Like there's a there's a fight scene. Where I think they're playing a Kanye West song or something. And they yeah, do dead shot. They do black skinhead when uh when oh, he's dead shooting shot shooting. Yeah. And the same thing I was like, fuck, this is a great song. Yeah, exactly, right? And he's you're, just shooting stuff over and over but again. You, I don't realize care. you don't actually you're like your your eyes aren't taking anything in at that mm. point. You're just listening and you're feeling good. And so you walk out and you're like, I feel great. Uh, but it felt like the early two thousands way of filmmaking these comic book films where they were trying yeah. to sell you a soundtrack. You'd yeah. walk out and I was like, God damn, that Daredevil movie was awesome. Wait, no, the soundtrack was awesome. <laughs> oh, we loved Daredevil so much when we saw it in theaters. And oh, now I'll look back and I was like, God, that movie was terrible. What was I thinking? I've only seen it. Okay, I've only seen it twice in theaters. I haven't seen it since then, though. Man, that was a great film. 
I'm never gonna watch it again. I'm gonna you need it. to marathon some of those really shitty movies. I'm gonna leave the memories that alone. we used to love, like when we walked out of the theater. Like you need to do that. Green Lantern. I need to see Green Lantern again. Yeah, uh, didn't hate it. There was one more. I think that you would hadn't seen for since you left the theater. We'll never know. We'll do Green Lantern one day. All right, fair enough. Hmm. In the world of PlayStation. Oh yeah, right. PlayStation exists. Types of PlayStation trophy hunters. Which one are you? Are we doing this one first? We're doing a different one first. What are we gonna talk about first? We don't edit this shit, kids. We go on the fly. What else um, we got? Actually, let's do that in the last because that'll lead into the into our top five. Okay, top cool. Five. What else we got? Spoilers. Uh, got a little bit of a couple couple controversies here, right? We got this one here. Okay. Konami Metal Gear Survive will include stealth. Co-op is only one of the gameplay mechanics. Is an article written by Jason Dunning appearing on PlayStation Lifestyle. So there's a new Metal Gear game coming out it's a spin-off it's made by konami obviously but this dude named um what's his name what's his name oh yeah hideo kojima is not involved with this project at all hmm, never he, heard of him he's a, a small indie developer very eccentric man looks not a day over 22 <laughs> but he Best made a friends with keanu reeves yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> so they because they're vampires so there's a new Metal Gear game coming out. It's a, it's a it's a spinoff of the main franchise. It's the idea of it. The idea is kind of neat. It's um, it takes place during MGS five. It takes place when Mother Base is destroyed and a wormhole opens up because wormholes are used in MGS five because it's completely off the rock walls insane, and you and it take it sucks up some of the soldiers from Mother Base and sends them to an alternate universe uh, where they are trapped in an area and they have to fight off we'll just use zombies because that's basically what they are. And you play as one of these no-name characters. It's co-op and it has stealth and people fucking hate it. Oh, okay, so... Almost universally, people hate it. Explain two things to me. Yes. So I didn't end up finishing Metal Gear Solid Five. So there are wormholes in the main game? There are... Um, oh, boy. Yeah, I'm not the best ass about this. I was underwhelmed by MGS5 so I did not explore every aspect of it wormholes don't come into play in the main storyline if you simply play to the campaign as I did you don't encounter wormholes I believe oh, it's okay. a I believe it's a device used in multiplayer which I didn't touch and I believe you can find it in the main game you can find it in the main game as well I think you have to research it oh okay and you aren't any you're not a character for some reason I thought you were like like what's his Guy yeah. with the revolver ocelot or something. I don't I think so. None of those guys are in it. I don't. I don't. Oh. I don't know, and no one else knows because it's it, from what it looks like in this one trailer that has been shown. It looks like uh, boss, cause, uh, and maybe ocelots are escaping as mother boys. As mother boys. Hmm, that's not a word. Mother boys. <laughs> mother boys. Mother base is being destroyed. And they they go away and they're like, fuck you guys, we're leaving, haha. And then the wormhole comes and it grabs some unknown people. That's what it looks like from the trailer. So is mm-hmm. Konami trying to do the Capcom spinoff yes. with like Resident Evil? Yes. Type style? Oh, yes, that's too bad because those games were all garbage. We, <laughs> someone out there is very upset. Oh, that's too bad because they were. And saying that, oh, I love that game. I play it every day. I think Actually, I think Craig plays one of them on his PC with his buddies. Well, Craig, if you're yes. listening. <laughs> he does. Yeah, I see does. him on Steam. He'll, yes. he'll which, which one is he doing? Is it Umbrella Corps? Or? I want to say like Raccoon Police Department. I don't yeah, know. Cool. I don't know. Oh, is it the new one? <laughs> Resident Evil <laughs> Raccoon Police Department. Isn't that a thing? It might be. Raccoon There's something. A, Raccoon there, City Police. Uh, well, you're naming okay. things in the universe. Oh, yes. <laughs> red, red herb, green herb? I don't know. <laughs> Shotgun shells. <laughs> So I, I think that's the reason, first and foremost, people are very upset at Konami because of the way they allegedly treated Hideo during the development of MGS5 and how they they interfere with the development of MGS5 and people think, probably with good reason, kids, if you ever do a podcast, you'll understand how exhausting it gets trying to clarify your statements to the most minute and precise detail all times to is not be misconstrued by your audience. Try it. It's fun. It's awesome. So, MGS5 for a lot of people felt unfinished. And they think that's probably because Konami stepped in and cut Hideo's budget or cut his development time and wanted to get it out earlier. Mm-hmm. And then he left the company under all sorts of uh, controversy. <clears throat> and so, there's a lot of goodwill towards Kojima and there's a lot of ill will towards Konami. So immediately people are already like, fuck Konami. 
Then this one comes out. It's not developed by Kojima. So they feel that they're taking the corpse of Metal Gear Solid and trying to make money off of it, which they probably are. It's a business. That's what they're all here for. And then, as Brennan has now pointed out, it also reeks of these often mediocre spin-offs that they do for the Resident Evil franchise, where they have the main franchise, and then they have these multiplayer-focused spin-off games that usually are not well-received. They're fives or sixes. They're, I won't say they're bad or good. They're fives or sixes. The, the generally, critical reception for them is mediocre at best. So that's what this game feels like to a lot of people. Do you think people are more hardcore about Metal Gear Solid or Resident Evil? Ooh. Metal Gear. Yeah? You Metal think you Gear. piss yeah. those, that fan base off more than Resident Evil kids? I think so. I think so. I, I think that... Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. I'm, I'm, I'm just basing this on the fact that the Metal Gear franchise is so heavily steeped in narrative, mm. and a lot of kids get really, really into deconstructing that narrative. I think it has... It's also been uh, good more like more recently. It's been praised. Yes. Whereas Resident Evil has yes. kind of been crapped on yeah. for a while now. So I have, I have no quantitative evidence to show that but i would think that the metal gear solid fans are a little bit more crazy than the resident evil fans like i couldn't think of a situation where doing this to a beloved franchise would work or not piss off the fans it, unless the game itself comes out and is spectacular i mean but there's so much pressure on them right now well, like could you imagine like they if, did if kojima was still around it would be fine because like metal, metal gear rising came out and mm-hmm. every, i mean people some people loved it some people hated it but nobody was like this is terrible you should never do that you're killing my franchise you yes. know um and i don't think he had it he had much to do with that one did he or i know he did actually he yeah. originally metal they gear probably R- put him as a producer I, yes. I remember him, he, I remember him he was involved. fussing with the blade fighting mechanics. Yeah, because they originally announced Rising at the Xbox press conference. I believe that was the first time that... What's what's his face? Dude. Kojima? Well, nope. Spencer? Matrick? Phil Spencer. No, that was that was, that was was way before. Was it? Because that was a 360. It Phil, Spencer been, didn't it, take over. It might have been Matrick. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that was the first time Matrick came out and said, and now my good friend... With that, with that delicious grin of his. Oh, like it might have been someone even before Metal Gear. Hideo Kojima. And, maybe, yeah. and then Hideo came out and it was Metal Gear and it was like, oh shit, it's MGS4. Yeah. He's like, no, like, no, no. Why is Matrick melting in his suit? Yeah. Oh, it's just weight, like 40 sizes too big. Weird. Didn't know how to dress properly. Maybe it wasn't his fault. Maybe it was his stylist. Out to get him. He announces Metal Gear Rising. And originally, Rising was a direct spinoff of 4. I believe it was going to use 4's game engine. And he played his ride, and, and it was just much faster paced. That's the one where he was cutting up the watermelons. I got a memory for stupid things. Yeah, That's the, one, that's the thing I remember. Yeah, I remember that tech demo. Stupid yeah. things I have a memory And he was, like, he was showing that tech demo of slicing the watermelon for yeah. like 20 minutes on stage. Yeah, it was sure. like getting off on yeah. just slicing watermelons. Like just look, you can slice it into smaller ones. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's impressive. It, yeah, it first came out as that, and then it went through development hell. They couldn't get it to work, and it took years and years. And eventually, um, was it Platinum? I think Platinum took it over. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, Platinum. Pl- Platinum took it over, and they're like, hey, what? we'll fix this. Don't worry. And now... Oh, really? Platinum took that yes. game over? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And it was very, the final project was very different from when it was initially announced. Can we make him slide around on his kneecaps? Yes. No, Platinum. No, you're not allowed to do that again. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's a pretty cool feature, though. Well, it's I'm just kind, of our, kind of our signature thing. <laughs> And Revengeance is, again, it's like anything else on the internet. If I say it was well-received, someone's going to say, no, it wasn't. And if I say it wasn't well-received, someone will say, yeah, it was. I loved it. So it, I think it was more well-received than people thought it would be. Yeah. I remember I enjoyed playing the level I did. It was just really difficult. I thought it was pretty tough, too. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't really, for some reason, I didn't have the patience. It, it, felt, it felt overwhelmingly difficult in it a came, really cheap way. But. It came out around the same time as uh, DMC. And I love DMC, so I mm. only had time for one extreme action game. Yeah. What one sold more? Gotta be DMC. Oh, boy. I would I say know. I love really? arguing facts. I'll look it up. I, yeah. I don't know what to look up. Fuck it. it. I'm just going to say it was Metal Gear. Yeah. DMC, I, DMC, said, DMC. I don't think I'm DMC sold very well at all. I don't think it hit a million copies, to be yeah. honest. Wait, didn't, didn't Platinum do DMC? Who did DMC? Oh, no, they, no Ninja, Ninja Theory. Theory. Ninja, Ninja, Theory. Yeah. Ninja Theory makes great games that no one buys. <laughs> Yeah. How are they still around? That's We've talked about this slogan. Before. I, don't I don't get how they're around. Same anonymous benefactor that does Insomniac deal. Also, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, here's the here's the funny thing I I, I found about this is that um, if this had happened in an American company or probably even a European company, mm. um, 
you like they would have been on Twitter saying like uh like explaining themselves like no 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 we're not destroying your franchise we're mm. we're sorry we're sorry right mm. Konami silent this entire time yeah there we go they haven't there we go. they don't no. care and it's smart because all they realize that all you have to do they release this trailer mm. with zero fanfare there's like hey guys we're making a game it's not even a sixty dollar game it's a thirty dollar piece of junk probably and like yeah whatever we have this trailer sitting around throw it out there on like a when do they come out like on a thursday or like three in the morning or something <laughs> here you go and like they know it's gonna piss everyone off yep. but they also know that this this internet rage dissipates tomorrow like the next day because mm. the next day you've got no man's sky not working or something right mm. like there's always something to take the heat off of them that's why they don't care or some other guy's pr opening his mouth and fucking things yeah. up for another game yeah so like this is probably smart um, because I, I know for sure, like if this was, uh, I don't know, if Naughty Dog decided to make Nathan Drake a girl yeah. in the next one. Yeah, girl Drake. He would be like, they would, you know, you'd have... Natty uh, Drake. What's his, what's his name? <laughs> his uh, sister. I forget the main guy at Naughty Dog's name now, but... Uh, uh, Neil? Uh, Neil Druckmann, yeah. He'd be on Twitter saying like, guys, we really want to it's progressive or it looks like we we don't we don't want to alien the fan base like he'd, he'd be sitting there bowing down to this angry internet mob mm. konami i don't care like your company just doesn't care don't give a shit they're they're doing the from software approach where they just don't talk about shit like poise not working in dark souls 3 they just they just never explained it they just said yeah it's working i don't know man it's working as intended yep <laughs> it'd be nice to be over there because you're in japan and while everyone's yapping on the internet you're sleeping yeah, that's and then true. you that wake up and it's new news. That's, that's <laughs> like a really you breakfast. You go to work. <laughs> that's a simple response or a, a idea, but I bet you that is entirely it. Yeah. They're, like, <laughs> they're like, "What's happening?" I don't know. Nothing. By the time they read the news, it's already over. So it's like, well, <laughs> that's actually that's probably that's completely it. true. That's it. <laughs> no one's gonna disagree. With no. that. I love Japan. <laughs> so they got some. I see what they're doing here. I see they're. This is probably. This is probably the best thing they could have done, actually, because they need to do more Metal Gear because it makes money for them. It's their top franchise. Mm-hmm. If they come out with MGS six, everyone would say, "How dare you make a make a new?" Ooh, I can't pronounce this word either. Canonical. 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 That's one of those words that you read but you never say out loud. Hmm. I don't think I've ever said that word. If we in in canon, yeah. If it's in canon, it's oh, canonical. okay. So if we made a canonical. Entry into this, everyone would say, you can't do this out, Kojima, how dare you, how dare you. So instead they said, okay guys, don't worry, we're going to make a little spinoff, doesn't even have the main characters, it's going to be multiplayer focused, it's going to be cheaper. This is probably the best move for them, and I bet you, as always, a lot of kids who are upset probably end up buying it. Yeah. Is there another developer that's more tied to a certain franchise? Like, I can't even say Miyamoto would be as tied to, because you think of Miyamoto, he has multiple franchises. I would, Whereas I, Kojima I think, is Metal Gear. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think Mario and Zelda for Miyamoto. Do you know his uh, his position title? Something magical wizard, creative Miyamoto? creative fellow. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, creative don't fella. His or fellow. fellow. Oh, his it's... official title is creative fellow, or it's something fellow. I think it's creative fellow. Charming. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Nintendo. <laughs> Is too good for this earth. They live in their own world. <laughs> Knock my mic over. Whimsical. That's what that is. So, just so okay, but for me, shot, like, guys. if it's uh, like the the possibility exists that this will be a fun game. It's sure, a it's absolutely. a co op stealth game. We don't get many of those, if any, like since like a Splinter Cell, um, uh, Assassin's Creed. Is uh, it co op? There was the one that had co-op missions in it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But so it was broken. Stealth is t- tough, though. It's tough to get good stealth multiplayer gameplay because ultimately people figured out that if I just take the shotgun and run around, I'll kill everybody. And they just abandon stealth altogether. That's why like Splinter Cell was perfect. Like you had, uh, you, you were it was Mercs versus Spies mm-hmm. and the Spies didn't have any weapons except for stun guns and mm-hmm. Mercs had all the weapons, but Spies could like, you know, crawl through the roof tiles and, and do it but there was those, those moments where in early xbox live days if you were a spy and you hung down from the ceiling and grabbed a merc and snapped his neck you talk like a second before you kill him you mm. could like whisper something into his ear and the other player would hear you right That's so good just vile things were <laughs> oh, said yeah. in those days <laughs> yeah. Ooh. yeah classic stuff but i don't know 
We'll see. We'll see how this game does. I'm, I'm, I don't it, think it'll be a blip. No one will remember it. It got a it got a big re- it got a big reaction from the internet, but it seems to have faded quite quickly at the same time. Guess what I played last week, guys? What'd you play last week? No Man's Sky. I've heard of this game. How was it? I didn't play it actually. Wait, wait, wait. Um, well, so what, what happened? So uh, you know, in my in my pursuit to uh, try and put some added value to my PC, mm. I was like, you know what? I know they're virtually the same game. I think maybe the PC is intended to run at 60 frames per second. So I was like, I'm going to go PC, guys. I'm sorry. Sony Sony guys. I just... Just for this one time. Just this one time. It'll never happen again. That's like my eighth time. But like, no more after this one. Okay, so what happened was I'm like, okay, I waited for the extra few days because it was released on PlayStation early mm. or as intended and then it got delayed on, Play- on PC for a few days. It's like, I'm going to wait. So I had, to, I had to go camping too. So I was like, I go on camping. I had to wait. And so I, by the time I came back, I was thinking, all oh, those bugs will be fixed by yeah, the time I get back. Good to go. Punch it in, go to play it, hit hit the play button in Steam, and it crashes immediately. It doesn't mm. even go to the load like the loading screen or like the company logo screen. Immediate crash. And I'm looking online for like an hour for a fix, couldn't figure it out. Um now Steam, I buy all my games digitally, and Steam has a refund button. Thank goodness. Hit how's that. That, how's that work? You just Boom. So they it, it tracks how long you play a game, yeah. everything. And if you've played it for less than two hours, I believe, you can get a refill. Two hours? Yeah. That's, pretty, that's, a, that's a sizable demo. I like that it system. It is, yeah. That's a good system. You could actually probably... I don't know what happens if you keep abusing it. Like, if you do that for every game, maybe they wouldn't let you after a while. But and it says like it does give you a, a list of options of how to, like why to return it. Yeah. And some of them were just like, I don't like it. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. Like I, I don't know how... Maybe they don't care. You, um, you do it too many times, you just get an email that says, finish what you start Yeah, for once in your life. Sincerely, Gabe. So it did not work. That's, that's That would actually be ironic for Steam to say, finish what you started. Yes, it would. Since they're still waiting on Half-Life. Where's right? Half-Life 3? Where is it? I haven't played it. Brandon, you played Half-Life 3? I have, actually. How is it? Uh, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Six out of ten. That's one of the reasons why... One of the reasons why I've always preferred console gaming over PC gaming, because I'm not enough of a computer guy to figure out how to get games to run properly so if it crashes if it doesn't work if the sound card is not working i i I don't have the patience for that that's just laziness on my part i just like to put the disc in and have it run will it run better on the pc yeah but i I don't have the patience for that just 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 let me turn it on and play just before we go further on this discussion i just want to point out uh chris saldana just commented on that metal gear solid post as we were recording yep it's almost like he heard us. Yep. And he says, hell yeah, MGS zombie game. I'm so down for this. Two so exclamation points. He's probably going to get beat up later. However, good on you, Chris. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, anyways, No Man's Sky. I actually, uh, from even from the review on the site here, like, um, PlayStation Lifestyle gave it a nine. Mm. And uh, it seems to be splitting critics completely. Like yes. somewhere like a five, yeah. It's either like a five or a Got nine, right? Yep. And so you have to assume that it's a game based heavily on taste and just yes. how you... You know, it's not a universal thing that people are going to like this game. And I think a lot of people, including reviewers, um, bought into hype that wasn't even made or manufactured by Hello Games themselves. Yeah. It was just people were like, this is going to be Minecraft in space. And he said repeatedly, it's not going to be Minecraft in space. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, people just wanted it to be something they're not. And I think if you take it for what it is, it's probably, if you like that sort of thing, it's enjoyable. But it sounds like it's a very slow paced, uh, relaxing game. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it's it's repetitive. Sometimes yeah. that can be a bad thing. Sometimes that can be a good thing. It all depends on your own perspective. Some people like to shut their brains off and just do simple missions over and over again. Other people need a little bit more variety. It, I'm, I'm very dumb. Explain to me why it's such a big deal that there's so many planets out there. Why, I, I why does that was... matter? Because there aren't they just randomly generated? Yeah. I mean, didn't everything's didn't, randomly generated? Didn't Diablo have randomly generated dungeons? It is like what but am I you, missing about this? Once you generate the planet once, it stays that way for everybody. So it's not okay. like every time they visit it, it's different or something like that. It's once you've discovered it, it's it's like that way for everybody, including what you do to it. Um, now the the idea I think is that he wanted so many planets one so that you had a infinite world to discover um but also because it allowed him to have a shared world experience without players ever really finding one another okay um, or making it very difficult to find one another yep so that was that was always one of the draws for me like i was thinking because i don't like multiplayer games but i would like the idea of 
being still being able to play the main character in a story and have all of the other people in the game be real people um, doing their own adventure kind of thing, right? I, I do like that idea, but I don't. Uh, doesn't sound like it's worked out quite that way. It it seems that it seems that a lot of people, and this is all anecdotal evidence, of course. Always keep that in mind. It seems like a lot of people are saying that it can be very boring. Very repetitive. It seems like you are constantly picking things up. It's yeah. you're constantly just collecting supplies for your ship. Uh, There's that one, <laughs> that one very mean video released where it showed an early video of oh <laughs> early video of No Man's Sky and there's a large alien that kind of looks like a brontosaurus like a brontosaurus which for a long time wasn't actually a dinosaur they put the wrong skull on it but they've now reclassified it and there is a brontosaurus again. Oh. They took away the brontosaurus? They took away the brontosaurus. Bastards. Because originally they put the wrong skull on a, a patosaurus, mm-hmm. and then they realized that, oh, wait, you weren't supposed to put that skull on, but then re- later on they'd realize, oh, wait, you were. So that they reintroduced the brontosaurus. Gives hope. Back. Gives hope to Pluto. Exactly. One of these days. Yeah. <laughs> Rick and Morty reference. So, what was I saying? Something about, oh, and there was a trailer, and it looked like a big dinosaur thing, and it was playing the music to Jurassic Park. <laughs> and then it cuts to the actual release of the game years later, Boy, it doesn't harmonica remix version. Little, kind, kind of a kind of a kind of a rough version of the Jurassic Park song. Not quite as good as the original because the game, as it turned out, didn't quite live up to that early trailer. As often happens, that's not just the fault of No Man's Sky. Yeah, and I, the animal looked like it had some developmental issues. <laughs> a little and bit. On one hand, like I, I like the very idea. politically correct way of phrasing that. <laughs> on one hand, I like the idea of the fact that you can you can find anything and that like that okay the animal was it looked like a like a a dyson a dyson a dinosaur mixed with a bison and like some i don't know what it was it, it, it was, was weird but it was moving a little unevenly too. yeah it's pretty janky moving but yeah. i mean you would too with that skeletal structure uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like, that makes it sense yeah. that makes sense right um i don't i just i don't know i, I feel bad for them i think they were a, a small indie studio that Sony uh, trumped out, uh, brought out on stage, yep. and really pumped them up way bigger than they should have been pumped up. And sure. I think mm-hmm. since the, from that moment on, they've been playing catch up with everyone else's expectations, and they couldn't reach them. Plain like, plain and simple, they didn't. I they weren't so. able to. Uh, my, my uh, I was thinking at first that um, it wasn't actually missing as much as people were saying, but my brother pointed me to a, a thread on Reddit where a guy actually went and compiled. Basically, every like promise that Sean Murray had ever made about the game, or like what he Oof. said was in the game, and then he went to the game to see if it actually was in there. And there's actually quite a bit of stuff that's either missing or way way more simple than the way he explained. It. Things like it, build, like base building and ship customization and landing on asteroids and the the economy and the NPCs. Like that's all been removed or stripped down, right? So mm. could you take an acorn and plant it and watch it grow into a majestic oak? Well, he he should ask his uncle. Because <laughs> he might know. Yeah. What's the, what's the, what's the most disappointed you've ever been in an early trailer compared to the final version? Something that was taken out, something that was missing, something that was promised. Mm. Just off the top of your Putting head, on the spot. I don't know. Uh, Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs that I can think of, like okay. right off the top of my head. Okay. Just based on the cinematic and how gorgeous that trailer was, okay. and then it came out and just kind of honestly looked like dog shit. The mm. early, I think, one of the early Warhawk trailers had capital ships. Mm. That you could fly in dogfight rounds. Took that would have been fun. Took them out of the final game. You know what you oh, can do that now. Capital now? ships was almost was also promised No Man's Sky, and they're not in there. Really? Yeah, you can. Hmm. You know, apparently, eventually, you'll be able to own them and build them. Is this is know. this all DLC? Well, the Since day twenty sixteen, couple days after it launched, he said uh, the game will never have any paid DLC. We'll just get free updates. And then the next day, he was like, "What? I meant." We might, yeah. Well, you know what? We'll probably have some <laughs> DLC, guys. Just kidding. I feel like this dude has been has been also been put as as you were saying. He's been thrust into this this uh, role of promoter. Yeah, and that's not something it seems he's comfortable no. with. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a programmer. He was sure. probably the most charismatic of the bunch. Maybe uh. I, I mean he's the lead, the head of the team too. So he got put in this position, and people he. He really is, is like a charming guy. Like people mm-hmm. like him, and they like his kind of. I don't want to say shtick. It's, it's his personality. He's he's like a, he's a shy guy, and he's mm-hmm. he seems fairly humble. Um, but he just, I kind of feel like he was set up to fail. Like it, 
unfortunately. Like, he just can't. There's no way. There's no way any game could have lived, even if he were a huge, like a mega-sized team, right? It seems like one of the fallback responses to criticism is, but there was such a small team. There was, like, there was, what, three of them, two of them, something like that? I saw a picture of them. I think there was, like, ten of them by the end. Ten, something like that. So look what they've created with such a small team, which is admirable. But at the same time, I'm just looking at the final product. Yeah, no, the, nobody else knows that. Kind the of thing, thing is, the release isn't the final product. The release is the beginning of the product, the way this mm-hmm. gen goes. Because, because oh, games, okay. yep. a year from now, the game's not going to look the exact same as it did from launch. The same with Diablo, Destiny, Division, all of these games that have these lofty goals set. Mm-hmm. They're not able to meet them or come close to even meeting them until the sequel or until a year or two after releasing DLC for these games. So, I mean, the, the final product is, like I said, it's not really the final product right now. There is no, yeah. there's yeah, no finished game, only released games. It's a beta. Who said that? That's all it is. Who said I have that? no idea. Hideo Kojima. Miyamoto. Second, second Miyamoto reference. No, no, no. He said... Uh, New Nintendo is, podcast coming soon. Oh, that's a close reference, but it's not exactly... The reference is there's no... I screwed up. It's not the, not the quote. There's no such thing. Oh, there are only, There are only bad games... No, no. Oh, oh no. okay. All right. So okay. there's uh, a... Yeah, shit. <laughs> uh, what is it? It's a really great quote. It it's is, one of my it's, favorites. Yeah, yeah. A, oh, a, a good... I'm oh, sorry. A, a rush game is... Bad forever. Is bad forever. A, a, a late game is good eventually forever. good. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry, Mimo. I got to look this up. It's terrible. It's such a good quote. I don't yeah, even look, know how to find it. Look that shit up. Just type in Miyamoto quotes. The thing that got me interested in No Man's Sky was the dogfighting aspects, because I really like X-Wing and TIE Fighter, the old PC games, and it seemed like that was getting pushed more and more to the background, and that it was more focused on this exploration aspect, and I just, eh, it didn't do it for me, but that's just my opinion, guys. It does look a lot of collecting and gathering. Creative fellow Shigeru Miyamoto says, a delayed game is eventually good, but a rushed game is forever bad. That's good. Straight. Out of a fortune cookie. Yeah, that's good. Brilliant. That guy. Stuff. <laughs> a lot of people would disagree with that, but I agree with it. Yeah. It's because no one has any patience. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just uh, I, I just feel... I actually do... I just feel bad. I feel bad for them. Because I feel like he was... they they He does, he does seem like a very... Uh, they're not like a faceless corporation where I can just, you know, rage against a, a wall or a logo. You know, it's not like mm. EA made a bad game where right. it, it's just a bunch of guys who are making a game and they tried to do something big. And it seems like they didn't really, you know, I think I think they achieved most of what they wanted to do, but they couldn't meet the crazy expectations of, I, I think they had mass effect expectations yeah. on a team that was like, 10 dudes in a garage that flooded one time. Mm-hmm. What game does meet expectations though? That's the thing. Like it's, nowadays it's with all, so many yeah, shows, all, so much coverage, there's so much hype for everything that comes out. Yep. Nothing meets anyone's expectations. It's Doom, nowadays. Like, Doom did. And did like, you have expectations going into it though? Like you weren't like mm. waiting three years for Doom. Certainly wasn't three years. Certainly wasn't three years. And it's all subjective too, right? Like I think um, a lot of people might say Uncharted 4 met expectations, but I was mm. like, I was kind of bored to tears. For the for the majority of it, so, um, but I would update it, everyone. I beat it, and I will say, <laughs> round of applause. The last, uh, I don't know, whenever Helena comes into the story, mm. it's uh, it, it ramps up all. Did I already talk about this in the podcast? No, no, I just beat maybe. it. Right? Yeah, it was good though. But I think last time, last time we had an intro update, I think you're like halfway through. Yeah, yeah. beat that, and I beat Doom. I feel like my gaming mojo was rekindled a little bit. Yes. So I've since moved on to Digimon. Excellent. <laughs> Wait, Digital Monsters? Yes. What? What are I you playing Digimon? It's on. I, so I was like, you know what? I need to get out of my gaming comfort zone. Okay. I need to try something different and really mix things up to get excited about games again. Because I was, I think we've all been pretty down on games the last couple episodes, and so I was like, I need to try something different. Mm. And so I went to the JRPGs, which is a genre I've kind of signed off on. I didn't didn't want to play any more of them. Yep. So I went online and I'm like, tell me, Reddit, what is the best PS4 JRPG out mm. right now? There's a big list. A lot of people had different number ones, but everyone on their list of like top five or whatever, everyone had Digimon. Interesting. I, and I was just getting off of Pokemon Go and I was like, you know what? I kind of remember Digimon. Yeah, I'll get it. I took my brother to see the movie in theaters. We had a great oh, really? time. Really? Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was like, I don't know, six or something. It was great. Yeah. 
Now, I made the mistake. I actually thought it was Yu-Gi-Oh. So I bought Digimon thinking I was buying a card game <laughs> where you card battle. Oh, that's uh, a bit. It's not. However, I am having fun. It's like a it's a nice distraction. It's not um and the thing is it's weird because I have no I noticed I was playing a lot of critically acclaimed games and that was all I was playing. Okay. And so I think I was getting burned out on these experiences that just weren't really meeting my my own tastes. They were meeting reviewers' tastes. Mm. And playing this Digimon game, it's it's stupid and kind of simple, but it's it's fun at the same time. And I have no expectations at all. And I'm just that helps. Yep. enjoying it. I'm yep. like, this is fun. It kind of reminded me of how we, when I used to play games and when I was younger and like just enjoyed them for what they were. Right? Sure. Is it turn-based? Uh, it is. It's a very classic Ooh, RPG okay. style. I, I should have actually <laughs> got... Someone's intrigued. Someone's yeah. more Digimon. I just like... Because you can... You know, you can, you're can you battling Digimon and you can breed them. And so it's very... That part of it's kind of like Pokemon. But Have you, have you got an Angemon yet? Uh, which that, one was that again? That was always my favorite. It was, it's this giant angel dude. He's got four wings. He looks I don't remember any of them. They don't have that. I remember the show, but I don't remember any of the actual Digimon. I only remember that one because I was my my brother was into it. I was a little bit too old for it, but I was like, "Who's this guy?" And he's like, "Angelmon." I said, "That guy's cool." <laughs> we were talking VR before. Wouldn't a Yu Gi Oh game in VR be awesome? How's it, yeah. how's it, how's it gonna work? Like yeah. you're in a battle arena and you actually like throw down the cards in virtual reality, okay? Like and actually have them fight in an arena. So so it appears before you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. immediately the the skeptic in me knows that the skeptics online are going to say, what, that's the most you can come up with? Just playing cards? But then if the monster actually appears... Oh, yeah, like right in front of you. Then it gets ramped up, and I can see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've tried one card game on the Rift, and you can see like a VR version of your opponent, but it's still just the cards. There's no monsters in it. So Is this actual multiplayer? Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, Yeah. so that's that's pretty... uh, It's it's getting there, right? So eventually one day, yeah, we're going to have Magic the Gathering, or... I'm actually positive we'll get a hearthstone or even a gwent one where you're just it, the cards will still be just be cards but you'll be in a like a bar like a tavern or something sure you see people walking around interesting i'm sure we'll get that vr is very good at creating atmosphere even if you're just sitting in a as i said before the the fact that there might be someone who doesn't have the best living space they can go in there and all of a sudden they're in a mansion and you don't even have to do anything fantastic in there. You can just sit there and watch TV in your virtual mansion. Mm-hmm. That's how I watch Netflix. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Sorry? My Gear VR. Tell me about this. What You're do you mean? basically sitting in like this giant mansion really? with like this 100-foot screen on the wall watching Netflix. That's crazy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I watched... Hmm. Um, where did I watch it? I forget. But uh, Minecraft just came out on the Rift finally uh, a few days ago. Mm. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It starts off. It's kind of cool. You're in a. You're sitting in a chair in a Minecraft home, and you're playing on a TV. Okay. And then if you press the D-pad up button, you go like into the TV, and that's, you're in. And yeah, that's sweet. It's really cool. Oh, that's crazy. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um. Wait, wait. Hold on a second. How good is the picture in this in the virtual theater? Because well, the, it's still a screen like right in front of your eyes, so you because, can see. But it's HD. So because I mean the. The, the the graphical quality of VR is still it's a little low. The resolution is a little bit low, a little little mm-hmm. bit grainy, not terrible or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So compare that if you were watching it just on your TV. How is the screen in there compared to your screen TV? Um, I mean it's a little bit blurrier. Okay, but, but it's it's, it's the effect of watching a hundred foot screen on your on your wall with a giant <laughs> fireplace and the mountains off in the distance. Yeah, <laughs> several blondes. I got lost or brunettes. I don't. I'm actually uh, I actually had a blonde and a brunette. Yeah, that works. You got to mix and match. That works the people who design like where you'll well where, where you'll be sitting. Like there's mm-hmm. one on the rift where you're you're it's I think you're supposed to be like an ant because like you're in the grass and there's mush huge mushrooms and you can see someone's dropped their cell phone into the grass and so that's what you that's what you're watching. You're watching oh. someone's fallen cell. Phone I have that one too. Yeah, do you? Yeah. yeah, and it's like. Who even thought of that? Like, just give me a drive-in movie theater, you weirdo. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that'd be cool. They don't have that. Yeah, that's I've, full-on theater. I've seen one in a, like, just like a someone made an app or something. You can plug into the Rift mm. to use it, but it's not like an official one. But you got the little, little car and headlights and everything. Fascinating. Your girlfriend in your lap. Yeah, in your lap. <laughs> Woo. Mm. Well, part of moving your lap. <laughs> moving fast, Brandon. Right. I said girlfriend. I didn't say first date. <laughs> no wasted. Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> no true. wasted time. Yeah. That's what the drive-ins for. All right. Speaking of wasted time, here's a segue going from 
going from women or men in your lap. We don't discriminate. Nope. Types of PlayStation trophy hunters. Which one are you? Is an article written by Carrie Honia. Is that how you pronounce your name? That's what I'm going with. Discussing the various types of trophy hunters. How many categories? Quite a few, right? 16. 16? 16, 16. I think I probably only would. If I sat down and someone said, how many can you give me? I would have been like, like if Alex was like, Jeremy, I need you to write this article. I'd be like, I got two. I got two for you. The hard cores and the soft cores. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Everything's about porn to you, isn't it, Jeremy? <laughs> but yes, it is. There are some creative ones on this list. That's for sure. Um, yeah, by the end, I mean, you got the dude, bro. Are there guys? Are there or girls who only go for Call of Duty trophies? I think I, that's the ones that just buy Call of Duty and just happen to get the Call of Duty I trophies. I think so. I think so. I got a solid piece of anecdotal evidence. There was a guy I used to work with at an old job, and he only bought Call of Duty games, and it was just because his buddies played it. So that horrible mm-hmm. cliche, that stereotype that people like to throw around, one time it was absolutely true. All he got was Call of Duty. But he didn't care about trophies, so it didn't quite fit the uh, right. category here. Oh, yeah. weight loss coaching. Follow this one secret rule to lose weight. Thank you to ads. Oh, What's wrong with that? Close that. Oh, I clicked on it. So there's your, I don't know, third, oh, third of a penny. Oh, epic celebrity photo. Photos almost broke the internet. Yeah, there's a lot of them. I think, I mean, this just kind of flows into our, um, into the top five we're doing today. But are you guys still doing trophies? Do, were you more into it on PS3? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Way more. Yeah. Yeah. I was into, I was into, I, I was doing mostly achievements at the time, but I was way into it more last gen. Yep. I guess it's just a matter of, how much time you want to dedicate to it, but also... It takes a lot of time. I, I did get the Platinum for Doom, and it took a long time. Longer than I would have liked to have spent on it. Hmm. Uh, it was fun. It was a lot of grinding, a lot of that repetition. But uh, the way they set it up, it requires you to just play through the game using all the weapons and accomplishing different tasks. So it was. It never felt too much like a chore, but it, it took longer than I would have liked. I spent a little bit too much time on that than I wanted to. Hmm. Was there multiplayer trophies? Uh, very simple. I think mm-hmm. you had to do... I think I played maybe five or six matches. Oh, so, so like play yeah. this match. And yep. Yeah. I don't mind those. Yeah. So it's... Uh, but no, I mean, I don't even I don't even play my games multiple times anymore. Well, just... Every, everyone. Everyone's just turning into me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> been wearing off on us. My plan's been working <laughs> all along. To grind them down. A top five then? A yep. top five this week is our top five most difficult... PlayStation trophies. Now, I include the ones that I actually got, not the ones that I had heard about. So these yeah, are the I ones got, that we, yeah, I got the ones that got to pop. Yeah, like pop that shit. I yeah. Gotcha. yeah, yeah. Uh, so number five, we've talked about this game and this issue of why the Platinum was so hard back in the day before was Watch Dogs yeah. because of the drinking game. <laughs> the fucking drinking game. Um, if you play it nowadays Ooh. and get the Platinum, you're probably saying you're an idiot and you are terrible at gaming, Yes, but you don't know the difficulty of this trophy back in the day before they patched it. They, patched, they actually patched the difficulty for this trophy. For I, a fucking bronze trophy. It was a bronze trophy. <laughs> it took so long. I, I got into a weird trance one night. It was, a, it, was a, it was a work night and I was up till, I don't know, one in the morning? I was at the thing for hours and hours, yep. and I finally got it. There's only been a handful of times where that and dodging the lightning in FF10 way back in the day were two times where I, I think I lost a piece myself to the game because <laughs> I was so intensely focused on it. That was the only time I think I've ever been called over to be like, "You got to do this, try and do this trophy." Yeah, you got yeah. to try this. <laughs> this. Like, I couldn't do it. Yeah, so I was like, "Jeremy, just insane. do this." And was, Jeremy did it, and then Jeff did it, and that turned into a "fuck you guys." Yeah. I'm going to do it too <laughs> moment. Little, and I just kept going. There's a little bit of healthy competition. There's yeah. that. That can really push you. That can. Uh, number four, uh, there was again one more trophy that kind of held me back was Guacamole on Vita. Overall, it's not a hard platinum to get, but there was one where they had jumping puzzles. Mm. Ooh, that and one you had to get up to like the top of this platform Ooh. and i remember on my vita the way the sticks and the buttons are positioned you get the hand cramps really quickly on that thing yeah. so i could only do it for 10 minutes get frustrated put it down and come back it took me quite a while yeah you had to use all of the skills you'd gained to basically you're by the end of it, you're, like, you're flying because you have to go is it like like 20 screens up because mm-hmm. you're just going up and up and you're having to dodge things and use your skills at the exact right moment and save them because you can only double jump so many times like that was actually really a tough one i took good things about that game never got around to it it's really good actually if you like those old school yeah. Metro metroidvania yeah. yeah uh number three didn't say properly um apparently my list is telling me Killzone 2 but that's a lie and you can Ooh. look it up because i didn't get it no 
Because that final boss sucks. Uh, if I had the platinum, that would be number one for uh, sure. Yeah, Rad- Radic is super hard. Did, did you finish it on elites? No, I, I I did because I had a head cold and I was very out of it. I think that put me in the right state of mind mm. to do that. I'm gonna because, go and take some Nyquil because I uh, kills on two on elite is brutally, brutally, yeah. brutally difficult. Yeah. Just absolutely insane. You can take one shot. Radic is absolutely nuts. And on top of that, kills on two on easy. I was like, nope. It's <laughs> real tough. It's, it's, it's real really tough. Crazy. As always, if you're talking about difficulty, it's about as subjective as it gets, but this is just our opinion, so we're going to go with it. Yeah. The multiplayer is well for Killzone 2. That had that multiplayer system where you had to be top oh, right. 5% during that week. week or something yeah, like that. that's crazy. That's also insane. No, here, if we're going to... The ones I haven't gotten, if we're talking the most difficult platinum trophy ever, because I don't even think you can get it anymore, is Fight Night. One of the Fight Night yes. games, you had to be the champion of the world. Yes. And only oh, yeah. one person could hold the belt. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Right. So if that guy got the belt and said, I'm done with he games. He could turn it off. <laughs> and threw his PlayStation out the window. That's yeah. it. That's it. Great idea. Amazing idea. <laughs> yes, but just there are some things that you, it just doesn't work in real life. Uh, number two was Hot Shots Golf World Invitational on the Vita. That sounds difficult. I've it was very it, difficult. It sounds difficult. There, you had to do trick shots and get holes in one while doing the trick shots. Oh, oh it was it was brutal. I would just it was one of those you get in a Zen state and you would just reset, go, reset, go. Yeah. Um, and the Zen state uh, also got me my number one, which is Hotline Miami mm. on the Vita. Yep. And you would just get in these, like Jeff said, just these trance states. Mm-hmm. And you would just I would just go through rooms and not even realize that I cleared it until it popped and yeah. gave me an A plus. Those game that game is the closest thing I've ever been to on drugs without actually being on drugs. Interesting. And doing the platinum gets you in that state every time because you mm. get the weird music and you're yeah you're just murdering people there's blood everywhere you're just <laughs> that's like, a dark place yeah. while you're playing it. it's really weird that's some perturbator right there that's yeah. a that's a dude from france that does neo 80s synth music they hired him to do that soundtrack it's great stuff my list is pretty sad guys i only have like 14 tro- platinums i think maybe 12 <laughs> terrible um, spit upon you you're and get some comments none of them are even all that Great. Like I don't. Like, I don't have five because I have more than five trophies, but mm. not not enough to put on a hardest list. Like you can certainly join games. I have and trophies. I have Bloodborne, but I didn't find that particularly difficult. I had some some rough bosses, but compared to the other Souls games, it's by far the easiest. I would say. Yeah, um, I agree with that. What else do I got here? I got. I could, it's. I could just read every game I got because yep. I mean, I got it in. Uh, I don't think Child of Light had a platinum, but I finished that one. Uh, Infamous, I got that, but that was easy. It just took a long time, yeah, to grind mm-hmm. through. Yep. I would say so. I'm like one trophy shy of doing Last of Us Remastered, which will probably always haunt me for the rest of my days. Really, those are pretty tough, actually. Yeah, those I did all the ones yeah. are pretty gross. I got through the I'm only missing the multiplayer one, and mm-hmm. that's just because it takes forever, like, and I don't really like multiplayer, but um, don't you have to play consistently too? Don't you have to play it every day, or else you lose progress because yeah, you have like a you have your own little camp of people, mm-hmm. and you got to. And you can't lose. You have to basically win 50 matches in a row or something like that. Because if you lose, you get a disease or you get an outbreak and your, yep. your party's wiped out. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I wish I'd, I wish I'd gotten that one. I got the order. Middle Earth as well. Like I, It was just a grind. Yeah, that was very grindy. Uh, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein had some, some challenge to it. Um, but nothing that crazy. Yeah, the, the emotional turmoil of all the things that happened in that game. Yeah. Fuck that game's my my best two are actually Vita games, yeah, like Guacamelee and Hotline Miami. But I didn't get mm-hmm. Hotline Miami until it went to PS4 because so I just couldn't do it with the sticks on the it. I had to. You did it on Vita, mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's hardcore. And I got like Resogun. Resogun's not a bad, not a bad platinum, but never got it. I think probably a lot of people got that one. I got that one because it's was the only game to play for a while. Yep. Transistor. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have too many ones i'm proud of i did get playstation all-stars you should get an award for that just because yes. i mean just because you played who it played it <laughs> if you look up the uh the percentage completed for that it's actually 100 percent because only jeremy has ever gotten it so <laughs> yeah. actually i'll replace my kill zone number three uh i'll say destiny as oh, my, okay. as my yeah, platinum because yeah. sure. one of the trophies back in the day you had to go through an entire raid with a full team and no one was allowed to die. That's tough. That, and back that in the takes day, coordination. when you weren't leveled up properly, was crazy. And I remember when we were trying to do it one night, I we got about halfway through one of the raids, and I died jumping. 
not doing anything, not shooting, still, just jumping. Still hurts. And I remember I was halfway up in the air and I knew I was going to die. So I said, uh-oh. <laughs> and two people's mics just turned off and just left. Just quit. You just hear the ping, ping as they left the game. Come on, guys. Uh, that's funny. Where's the brotherhood in that? <laughs> we could try it again. For mine, I put uh, uh, I got some, I put kills on two as an honorable mention for the reasons I already went over because it was just I didn't get it, but it was just brutal the idea of it. I also put Super Stardust, which I do have all mm. of them, but they don't give you a platinum trophy for it. But mm. that one was real tough. That was the first game available for the PlayStation Three that you could get trophies for. Right, it was right. that one and Uncharted. then Uncharted. They patched it a little bit later, yeah. but there were there was one where you had to play one of the specialty game types where you had to dodge. Just dodge um, meteorites for five minutes or whatever, and there's so many on the screen <laughs> that I eventually had to look it up and realize that if you keep pressing the start button to pause it, you could basically go into slow mo mode. And then the only way uh, I could do oh wow, is I that, tried that and it, it frustrated the shit out of me. Is that a cheat? Is that a cheat? Mm, well, if I'm okay can, with it if it is, but it, do you think that's a cheat? It I, maybe it is only if there are people who did it without that. Mm. But it's not game genie level. I'm not putting in an infinite lives code but yeah so so you were saying like you could pause it just so you could have more like you, just, you could you, see where you want to turn you just you you, you just rapidly pause it on and off and right. it turns it basically turns the game to slow-mo so you could yeah you could see that all right there's two right here i can maneuver through here it, uh, and it enables you to do maneuvers that would for me would be totally impossible right reflexes eye coordination couldn't do it so number five is okay so five is dark souls not because it's particularly difficult but it's very time consuming and you have to plan things out you really have to do your research you have to know which enemies to kill you have to know where you can go during each playthrough i always play the play those all games without any sort of strategy guide or going no no trophy worry on my mind at all just playing the game so when you do the souls games you always have to keep in mind that your subsequent playthroughs you need to plan out you have to kill this boss during this playthrough at this time and the next one you have to kill this boss at this time it's all very orderly. So Dark Souls would be, I found to be the easiest of them all. Uh, four is Uncharted Drake's Fortune because I'm mm. crushing it. <laughs> Brandon's mm. got a great facial expression right now. I hate that game. It's very difficult in my humble opinion. Very difficult. It's but super the, cheap. The first one's pretty cheap. The first one's quite inconsistent. I've always found those games to be quite challenging. Uh, Uncharted 4, or, or uh, any Uncharted, any of the, mm. any of the Uncharted are more difficult than the last of us um i find like mm -hmm. i i in the last of us i got to the point where i could i think i could beat the game in like six hours i had memorized everything i yeah. knew it because i had to play it on grounded grounded yeah. and crushing and i i went right to grounded first and then worked my way back <laughs> and so the other Madness. places were super easy right Madness. um but i find uncharted maybe it's the maybe it's the game like the the combat engine or something it's i find it really hard to hit people for some reason it's so, tough the first one was especially brutal because mm -hmm. they would shoot you from across the map yeah one shot headshot you're the, dead they had they had remarkably good aim yeah. I, I also found that there was there was really no way to memorize patterns because guys would appear in waves but they would behave differently i found sometimes they would rush you sometimes they would hold back sometimes the shotgun guy would go to the right sometimes he go to the left uh, melee was a guaranteed way to get yourself killed because yep. as you're punching a guy, you didn't have invincibility frames. So another guy would be pegging you in the back of the head with an automatic <laughs> rifle as you're trying to punch another guy, which is probably more realistic, but it's a video game, kids. <laughs> Three is Dark Souls 2. I found that one to be more difficult than Dark Souls 1 because of the, the again, the way you have to plan it out and play the bosses. And that one, you did have to take NPCs into bosses. And I did that on my third playthrough. Just to plan all that it took a long time, and then two is Dark Souls, or excuse me, Demon Souls. I found that one to be the most difficult. That one seemed so daunting at the time to try and platinum that one. It took me the good old days. The good old days. Fuck, that's a good <laughs> game. That's the best one. Demon Souls is the best one. It's absolutely the best one, hands down. And the number one is Motorstorm Pacific Rift. <laughs> yeah. Absolute brutality. Any yeah. of those racing games. Absolute yeah. brutality. So difficult. Because you have to do. But there's a bunch of online ones too, isn't there? There's a bunch of online, right. which I actually I actually got pretty good at. By the time Apocalypse came out, I was pretty good at online. And Apocalypse, I found simpler than Pacific Rift. But you had to do a whole bunch of online trophies. There was one where you had to win. It wasn't too many. I want to say three matches in a row. Might have been five. That was really tough. You had to do... Yeah, there, there was a bunch of online stuff, so you had to get really Did good. Did you ever get kids. to four and lose? 
like repeatedly? Probably. Or? Probably. Man. He's probably <laughs> locked it from my memory, along with many other things. There was one trophy called Hire Me, where you had to beat the developer ghost times for all of the tracks with all of the vehicles. So in Pacific wow. Rift, there was, I don't know, I should know this, like six vehicle types and then maybe a dozen or more tracks. And these these ghost times were perfect, absolutely perfect. And you had to go through and beat them all. I was unemployed at the time. That was the only way I did that because I just sat there and played that game all day. It was absolute madness. It's like, I need a win, Dan. <laughs> something, anything. No one will hire me. I got to accomplish something. Absolute brutality, but I love that game. Favorite racing game. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Good list, guys. Good lists. I'm ashamed. So that's our episode this week. As always, you can find us on PlayStationLifestyle.net, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Uh, if you tell a friend this week, I will let you mm, get me a couple more platinum trophies. Yes. He'll lend out his account. <laughs> Until next time. Keep on baiting. <laughs>